0: as we do these i'm not going to go into the giant magnificent introductions not because you're not worthy of accolades and we'll get to that as we talk about this but rhino yeah yeah, i totally agree it's a pleasure to have you on the show man it really is uh we've talked a little bit before we got rolling here and and you're you're a hard-working man in and out of the ring and uh we're just making things happen together so thank you for being here first of all well thank you for
1: having me obviously and then uh we all seem to be busy, overly busy. Right? <laughs> like,
0: the world just seems more complicated. Uh, I'm sure we could go into many discussions about that, but what are you doing while we're talking here?
1: Well, I'm just getting off the docks. Um, I have a marina in uh, Monroe, Michigan, Big Daddy's Boat Yard on Lake Erie, and, uh, you know, boating's a passion of mine. Um, I collect older boats, wooden boats, I'll uh, pick them up for pennies on the dollar, and then I'll fix them up. And you know, I did get rid of one. I kept the other two. Wow! So um, it's one of those things where it's kind of hard to let go when you see your work, and you know, and realize you saved it from the burn pile. Right. A lot of these older boats, you know. I mean, it would cost too much money, or too much time and money, if you're doing it yourself. Um, you know, where they're just not fixable, and a lot of times they'll just take all the hardware off and the, the stuff that can be reused and salvaged and um hung behind someone's uh basement bar or you know using yeah decoration and yeah. you know and they'll be pieced out, which is unfortunate, but you can't, you know, sometimes you can't do anything about
0: that. A whole design style, a home design style, shiplapping became a thing, right? And th- that's yeah, basically right, old boats right. that are being dismantled. So, huh. Right,
1: right. And, uh, you know, so, so I'm just getting off the docks, and it's really cold out. Yeah. I still have to undo some dock posts and kick them up for the wintertime before the uh, the real cold weather comes in and the, the water starts freezing. I do um, throw down some deicers. So some of the water, or some of the dock posts I won't have to pull out, and, you know, and I do have some boats that stay in all year long, so I have to make sure I have the de-icers around their boats. And, you know, obviously they pay me, so it's somewhat yeah. of an income, and it kind of pays for the de-icers. And yeah. So, But, yeah, boating's a passion. Fixing them up is a passion. And those old wooden boats, man, when you see them, you're going to have a million-dollar boat next to you, and you have an old wooden boat with a, Nice mahogany transom and that wood just, you know, and the varnish and just you know peeking out and smiling at you. It, it just it hypnotizes people.
0: I love it's this. In awe of the beauty. I love this. If you if you had told me ten minutes ago that I'd be talking to Rhino about boats, uh, I wouldn't have <laughs> believed you. But but here we are, and, and I can I can feel your passion for it. You know, I went uh, cross country over the summer. And I came down through Detroit, so I was around all the Great Lakes there and had a blast. And even just with the marinas there, you know, it, it's amazing to me how, like, I was down in Windsor for a little bit before I crossed over into Detroit, and I would watch right. even the giant ships just come through the Detroit River, and and right, it's to me like, I mean, I've I've lived in Vancouver, I've lived in Ontario, I'm I'm in the middle of the country in Saskatchewan where you're going to be coming up in the new year here, mm-hmm. but it. Blows my mind that that's just life For people and so to hear you talk right. About this passion for boats and And this life of yours I mean it makes perfect Sense to me if that's where you grew up or that's where you're from And that's where you've been around I mean Why wouldn't you fall into that I see the The big what's the name of that big Boat they have in Detroit the big tourist one that everybody Goes on and um,
1: is, is it the Bobble boat
0: I think so yeah
1: Yeah yeah the Bobble boat they were doing Tours on that for a long time yeah um, but I was actually on the uh, Detroit River November second. I was driving the uh the nineteen sixty nine lineman, it's a twenty six foot. I was driving that down from Elginac. We finished it up mid October, let it soak in and start it up. First time it's been in the water for twelve years, put a bottom in there and yeah, I was driving down. So Okay. And you're talking about Windsor and Detroit River, I'm yeah. thinking I was just on that thing. <laughs> okay, so. so thank, God, thank God it stayed afloat because I didn't want to go in the water and go swimming because it's cold. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so. Well, and that's just it. At least you're in Michigan. You can appreciate the colder winters. You know, you talk to some of these guys that are in the southern states and, you know, they say, oh, it's winter. Yeah. You know, it's 20 degrees. I'm like, you don't know winter. You don't know nothing. <laughs>
1: right, right, right. It's funny because uh, he's Slater, he'll come up and he's from West Virginia. Yeah. And he'll come up and, uh, He's like, man, is it cold? You know, because it don't get cold in West Virginia. But, um, you know, he's been in South Carolina for a little while. And I told him his blood thinned out. You know, he's got to get used to this cold weather again. And that's one thing I've never, it never really bothered me is the cold weather. So, um, you know, I trained in Windsor and I've toured all throughout Canada wrestling. And, you know, so when I go up there in January, I'm definitely going to, you know, be at home.
0: So. Well, okay, since we're going there now, uh, I took this show over in January of last year. This is a derivative from the law, so this, this show has like an over 25-year history. So to be in this chair now blows my mind, but when I was on the road going across country, I made a, a point to continue to do the show all through the summer, and one of my first face-to-face guests was somebody who was more than happy to bring up your name, Tony Condello.
1: Tony Candela, yes. <laughs> and yeah.
0: he he did tell the story. I mean, this story's been told before, and I know Edge and Christian have told it on docks and everything else, but uh, the story that might have involved a van starting to sink and and you maybe not having uh, too much fun there.
1: Well, you know, I really love boating, but and I love the water, but I don't <laughs> want to go in the water when it's... January, in Manitoba. <laughs> or or when
0: you're in a van. <laughs> in the
1: northern tours, yeah. <laughs> well, what happened was, is, uh, you know, I'll, I'll keep this a short story. Yeah, sure. The ring van got stuck, and what had happened is there was ice underneath, Then, because it was broken up, and then there was submerged, and there was a thin layer of ice, but it looked solid. So Tony knew which way to go, Right. right? He got through, so the other guy you know, went the way that looked the safest, but it wasn't. So, you know, when you're the the key is, is you got to keep the van moving and everybody's around there. And I ended up going up the land, right? We, we push it out and then the guy's like, oh, I need to get a more of a running start. So he got stuck deeper and I'm like, screw this. So from the land, you could see the van in the ice sinking. You know, right, and I'm like, guys, get away from it. And uh, <laughs> Ed, you came and grabbed me, and he walked me arm in arm down there. And I'm like, I'm, I literally thought I was gonna die that night because if you got out of the water, yeah, you know, there was no place to go to get warm, exactly. You know, so um, you know, and you had 19 guys, you know. And finally I came down and I was that little extra oomph to get it out. And I'm not saying I'm a hero or anything, but once that van backed up, I, I booked it. I'm like, I'm not <laughs> standing anywhere near this ice, you know, cause Christian fell through and I walked with him up to the van. That's why I was on land. Cause the one van made it across.
0: Right. So,
1: um, yeah, it was, uh, I wasn't scared where I'm like, Oh, you know, um, crying or anything no it said I was I wasn't um but I honestly you know you ever get in a situation you're like man I might not be coming out of this one you know and yeah and hopefully not a lot of people have that experience and um and that was one of those days and I'm like man and and to be able to you know talk about it you know 20 some years later is, is, is fun too, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And everybody that's went on Northern tours after, you know, edge and Christian and myself and, you know, have kind of, um, you know, done really well. And even Joe legend over in Europe, you know, it's, 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 it's a badge of honor, you know, it's like, you know, and it's kind of cool, you know, cause they're fun trips, they're grueling, you know, you don't make any money. You know, but it's the experience you get, you know, and the people you meet, and the the, the um, places you go. So it's just it's it's really a unique experience.
0: So to give you my history, I've been involved in the independent wrestling scene throughout the prairies most of my life, uh, and then also a radio oh, okay. a radio guy for twenty years, and then that's how it kind of came with me to be in this chair. So I have friends that are doing those tours still because Tony's still doing them. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure he's still using the same picture of himself on the poster he probably used when he was booking you. (laughs) <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and uh you know same thing, like you know, I got a lot of friends that come back with the experiences and the wild stories and everything else. Uh, I will say this, Tony didn't say that you were afraid, but Tony did say something that basically, if I were to surmise it, it would be that if they had the ability to do a a land speed record distance measurement, you probably would have taken the record right. that day,
1: so... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was afraid. I was yeah. afraid we were all gonna die. Yeah. Yeah, so, <laughs> not where I was taking over me, but yeah. I'm like, yeah, but um, you know what, to be honest with you, I'd do it all over again in a heartbeat. I love it. You know, so... I yeah.
0: love hearing and, that. Uh,
1: you know, I'm I'm dumb enough to... <laughs> to agree to go up on a northern tour. <laughs>
0: <So>. <laughs> well, you know what? You're you're kind of going to be doing it cuz you're going you're doing a few dates across the prairies here. Uh we'll bring right. it up here with Canada's Wrestling Elite, CWE, and we'll, we'll tag all the dates and locations on the end of this here. But you're coming in January, man. Like I'm I'm in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan right now. Again, one of the stops you're going to be. Mm-hmm. We've got a, you know, probably over a foot of snow as we're recording this today. Like we've had some minus 21 Celsius, minus 30 nights already. Uh, You know, there's a couple nights (laughs) my truck wouldn't start the next morning sort of thing. And uh, Oh, geez, Gotta plug them in. I know. That's it, man. Block heater all the way. But uh, (laughs) this is probably the least wrestling interview I've ever done with a wrestler, and I'm loving every second of it. (laughs) But it's one of those things where, okay, you're at this point, you're Rhino for crying out loud. You've done some great things. Is part of this almost kind of just reliving those early days for you again?
1: You know what it's yes, and actually you're probably the first one to uh to notice that or notice it and bring it up to me because um you know first off you know i've I've worked for this promotion before and and I love going up there and I love wrestling with the guys um I'm with impact wrestling, so they allow me to do uh independent promote- uh wrestle for independent promotions and stuff like that, yeah, so you know. I get to go out there and, you know, one thing I I love about driving is, you know, when I'm wrestling on independent shows or even with Impact is there's a lot of towns that they hit, ECW used to hit. I'm kind of reliving my ECW days. and They allow me to go out and wrestle more of a hardcore style and if I want to, you know, um, use things or turn into an extreme match, they'll allow me to um, or there's no rules against it you know, so, um, and that's you know, going up, you know, to Canada, it's the same thing. Yeah, you know, I get to relive, and not only that, I get to pass on the knowledge I picked up over the last twenty some years, and pass it on to the next generation. Because I remember when it was myself, Edge, Christian, uh, Don Callis, Joe Legend. We were all in a match with Rick Martel, and you know, after the match, we're just. And this is a guy I grew up watching, and not only did I was I able to wrestle with him, but I was able to learn from him afterwards. You know, and it was just you know a fountain of information. And sometimes you got to stop and and you know pinch yourself, and it's like, is this really happening? You know. So I didn't tell my him, him when he was Rick the Model Martel.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, but even though I wanted to. You know, but but yeah, you're absolutely right. It's, you know, almost kind of reliving, um, you know, my past in a way. And I'm not trying to relive the glory days. No. You know, I can still go and I enjoy it, but I also love traveling those roads that are familiar to me.
0: And that's, I, I get that a thousand percent, man. That's why I brought it up. I'm also kind of glad to hear that, you know, not a lot of other people brought that up because to me, that's what seeing people who do a tour like this, that's what it triggers in my mind. You know, some guys will be like, Oh, these guys are just trying to get a buck on the road. And da, da, da. I don't think so. Because especially when you're someone like you, who's done things, you've, you've got a life outside of wrestling. Like we've just heard about, you know, yeah. you're almost doing it for sport and, and kind of for a personal, a personal pleasure sort of experience too. Right. Like it's uh Oh,
1: totally. Yeah. Totally. You know, and, and I'm not ready, you know, and I understand my window is closing you know and with impact i'm producing and i know eventually i'll i'll have to go behind the scenes you know yeah and but it's also if i don't pass on that knowledge it's all, almost a crime because you know so many people i've worked with and sat in the locker room with and picked their brain you know and it's like Rick Flair i was in the locker room with him you know when he was at impact and for 6 months you know, I'm picking his brain. And three months in, I go, you know, you know what I'm doing? He goes, yeah, you're picking my brain. I go, you don't buy and He goes, no.
0: No, oh, wow.
1: And, uh, you know, and it's just like asking him about certain matches, how it worked, why it worked, you know, and, you know, do you think anything you could have done would have been better and stuff like that? And it's just, you know, not only am I learning as a wrestler, but I'm also learning as a booker a promoter how they promoted it you know so there's so many different things and when you're in the car going town to town like in january you know um you know these guys are going to be picking my brain and and some things they can use and some things they can't you know so so there's many factors but you know it's definitely reliving you know some of the the roads you know, and 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 making new memories
0: too. So That's it. You know, hopefully
1: none uh, none with uh, frozen lakes and. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, well, the dates I'm lo- new memories on that. The dates I'm looking at, I don't think involve any ice roads. Here, we can talk about the uh, Saskatchewan tour, especially here. But January fourth, you're in Saskatoon. Fifth in Prince Albert. The sixth in Yorkton the 7th in Regina, and the 8th in Estevan. That'll take you closer back to uh, home there. CWECanada.ca is where you can get tickets for this. And, you know, we, we've had other guests on here. Uh, Godfather uh, was doing a, a run through Saskatchewan, and he remembered fondly Hi. the days of coming through here. Uh, I, I work with uh, the Hearts and uh, Brett and his son Dallas's new... Uh, Resurrection of of Stampede, a dungeon wrestling out in Calgary. I was there uh, for our first big nice. show there. Um, you know, when 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 I get to talk to veterans like yourself, and again, with all due respect, sir, I mean, you are probably what I would consider probably the the real cap on what was originally ECW. You you were like you were still like the rising force in that company before the the merger or the sale and now i mean <laughs> the fact that i mean how many years later you're still the guy that gets the ec dub chance and you get to yeah. come out to these shows what what can fans who are coming to see rhino expect when they come to these shows
1: well i'm gonna take things to the extreme nice. you know <laughs> definitely um you know, so you might see a chair, you might see a table, you might see a door. I love using doors now. Oh, yeah? It's been uh, such a thing, yeah. Um, I don't see, I, I don't use light bulbs, because usually they don't have them under the ring, so, um, <laughs> or, or thumbtacks. I have been known to use Legos. If you've ever stepped oh, on a Lego, God. <laughs> you're, you're probably wishing you had a thumbtack in your foot. Instead of a Lego. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, usually they don't put thumbtacks, but I'll I'll start off wrestling and if it gets extreme it gets extreme but uh, another thing I like about indies is I usually do a meet and greet before and I believe every date there's a meet and greet set up with me uh, prior so um, you know and, and you get to talk to the fans and one thing I love about that is you see guys come up and they'll bring their daughters or they'll bring their sons and their sons are anywhere from you know, seven to
0: ten, yeah, to fourteen, yeah,
1: and uh they're like, "Hey, I watched you when you came up here, or I watched you in ECW when I was his age." Yeah, you know, now I'm a father, so I kind of bridge that gap, and wrestling's generational, so it, it's it's really cool, you know, to meet people and and have that experience because, you know, you feel a little bit closer, you know, they'll, they'll feel that a uh, little bit more of a connection, you know, and, and, and that's something, you know, let's face it, time doesn't stand still for anybody. Yeah. And, you know, whether it's boating, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll work around the Marine all day and then I just can't wait to go and take a shower, eat dinner and go to bed, watch some TV and go to bed. But I'll see people with their families going out on the boat and coming back, you know, and it's like they created memories. Cause yes. we never had money growing up, but my dad was always into boating. We never went into, uh, uh, we had old wooden boats, we never went on vacation, that was like our vacation. We worked on the boat and you know, and uh, so the thing is, is I have memories that'll, you know, hopefully never fade, but my dad's passed in 91 and uh, he had passed in 91 and, and these are memories that live on forever. And that's the same thing with wrestling you know, when you go to a show with your kid or I, I hear people back in the territorial days, um, you know, they find out I'm a wrestler and I, am men that are in their 60s and they'll come up to me in, in mid 60s and, you know, in late 50s and say, oh, my grandfather used to take me down and we used to watch Dick the Bruiser, yeah. Robo Brazil and they light up, you know, <laughs> like, as if it was yesterday and, they they were so excited you know they'll talk about a match and they'll talk about oh how they seen Andre come in and wrestle the Sheik and he threw fire in his face or whatever it might be you know and they're reliving those memories so you know when when, you know they come to a wrestling show and they're creating memories that'll uh, last a lifetime that's another reason why you know I enjoy going on the road because you know it's not easy you know but you're also, um, I, I believe I was given a gift, you know, and I believe in God, and I, I believe if if I don't, you know, use and take advantage of the tools that were given to me, people might miss out on something, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, if that makes any sense. No, man, I, I get know, it. Like it's something special, but I've, I've been able to have a career where people will one day say, yeah, we went to... You know, a show in Saskatchewan or where it be, and you know, we, we talked to this person beforehand, and we got an autograph, or 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 we watched them gore someone through a table. You know,
0: yeah. <laughs> I love it. I
1: love You're it. Not getting gored through a table,
0: making memories of us going through a table. It'd be great. <laughs> right, right,
1: right. So. Hey, you know what? I, I don't yeah, want. Any times uh Oh, go ahead.
0: No, go go ahead. Go ahead.
1: It's funny how many times people come up and ask if I'll put their buddies through a table. I'm like, (laughs) yeah, they're buddies. Most of a friend he is, but (laughs) (laughs) if he really wants me to do that, usually the guy's in on me. He's like, I'll do it. I'll do it. Oh, my God. It's going to hurt really bad. I'm like, well, you know, first off, I'm not going to do it. Legally, my lawyer would have a fit if I, you know. But I said, hey, can I gore someone through a table that's not a wrestler? Yeah, but it, it's, it's, it's funny, you
0: know. So. It's like how many people want Foley to stick his hand in their mouth, you know? <laughs> <Like it's just> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> hey, man, this has been fantastic. Uh, I hope when you come to town we can hook up here. Maybe uh, I'll take you and Danny yeah, for out for sure. dinner or something because this has been really great. And I really do appreciate for you sure. taking the time and a busy day here. But Rhino, again, making his way across Canada, making a tour through the prairies, just like the old days, coming up in January. CWECanada.ca is where you get those tickets. Uh, sir, it was an absolute pleasure.
1: Hey, well, thank you, and, and uh, we'll definitely see you up there.